Alright folks, hello and welcome to episode, I guess it's four, of Judd's Travel Bag, the podcast. I want to have you listen in the background here and see if you can figure out where exactly on the road we are. Sounds like a lot of different things, but this is, we are actually on the road at Threshold Tattoos in beautiful downtown Wapakoneta, Ohio. Wapakoneta, I know. All right, so anyway, uh, this is our first of our episode where we talk to people trying to make it as local artists. And I have one of my favorite people in the world today, Miss Emily Strange. She is my personal tattoo artist, highly recommended. Say hello, Emily. Hello to everyone listening. I thought she was going to say, like, hello, Emily. Oh, okay. hello, Emily. Well, you know, <laughs> either or. <laughs> either or. So I decided probably a month or so after Kelly passed that I wanted to have, like, a, a memorial tattoo for her. And Emily came highly recommended by pretty much anyone in Coldwater who's gotten a tattoo in the last six months has gotten it from Emily. So I chose her. And uh, with some planning and thinking and worrying, and I quizzed a lot of friends and stuff, and finally came up, came up with Emily. Um... So we have her here working live on my on my tattoo. We've been doing we're doing kind of a semi half sleeve thing. It's uh, it's not semi, it's a half sleeve. Oh, it's turned into you a can half-sleeve. go ahead and call it that. It, it, it it's started there. off as just like, hey, let's try this, and then now it's grown to like four visits. But that's yeah. okay. We'll take it. So we're gonna talk to her today a little bit about her history, her inspiration, and what she has for her what she wants to do with her future. So Emily, we're gonna start off easy. Tell us about who you are. How'd you end up in Wapak here as a tattoo artist? I feel like saying that you're starting off easy is starting off slightly difficult because I've, I've never been really good at, like, tell me about yourself. Like, I don't know how to tell you about myself. Um, I'm a little odd. That's definitely we'll one that. of my characteristics. Um, I got here, let's see, after graduation, I moved to Columbus and I learned how to tattoo there. Um, and my father became ill. So I moved back home to Lima to be with him for that time and um, just kind of fell into the shop here. Ended up loving the small town life more than the big city life. It's a lot quieter. It's a lot more peaceful. And um, yeah, I've been here for about three and a half years now. Been tattooing for about six, so to say. Professionally, maybe four, somewhere in there. You've been tattooing for six years. How old are you? I am 25. We're not supposed to ask that, but so you've been tattooing since you were like 19. Um, technically 18, but I really had no idea what I was doing, and my legs have total proof of that. <laughs> um, but beyond that, yeah, yeah, going on since I was 18, 19 years old. So part of the tattoo artist experience is like uh, pretending or practicing on yourself. It sounds like. I mean, not necessarily, but that's something that I would consider because when I first started out, I was terribly worried that I was going to screw up somebody's tattoo. You know, this is definitely a nerve-wracking industry, and I would rather screw up on myself knowing that with time and age, I would grow comfortable enough to cover up my own... fix it, yeah. Yeah, my own (laughs) screw-ups. All right, so so what kind of things inspire you? What's your, like, who... Who got you to decide to be an artist? Um, was it a teacher, a parent? A... My my dad definitely was the uh, the artist in our family. Um, but beyond that, I don't know. I just kind of... I don't want to say that it was a natural-born talent, because it wasn't. It was something that I decided I wanted to do, and I put forth effort to do. You know, I didn't right. come out of the womb being able to draw. and well, I You really... didn't start off as a tattoo artist. What did you start off working in, I guess? Um... Uh, truthfully, just like mediums like painting and and sharpie art and you know weird 
little things like that. It wasn't, um, wasn't anything too crazy, and I decided that college was probably going to be too expensive. Right. So, tattooing was, like, my next step. Okay, so when you sit down to, like, design a tattoo or, or do some art, what is, like, your, what's your inspiration? What's your, what's the Emily Strange aesthetic? Oh, definitely creepy and or weird abstract I want to be able to create something original that you don't see too often. Something that most people... I would... I, I don't know. See, that's a difficult question. Um, so we go for it. Here's difficult questions. Yeah. I'll say yeah. this, folks. If you come to Emily's room here at Threshold, on her wall is uh, a lot of skeletons, a lot of horror images, and a cow. So... <laughs> Creepy, dark, and then weird. It's, you know, Emily Strange is more than just a name. It's kind of a lifestyle, and I feel like it's a reputation that I need to live up to. And um, it has a lot to do with my my own mindset and how I'm inspired by different pieces of artwork. And I don't know, I feel like I've, I've always told my boyfriend, for instance, ask me, you know, how can you judge if a painting is a good painting? You know, sometimes you see things that are abstract and they just look like somebody threw paint on a canvas and, right. and called it art and I feel like if it moves you it needs to be something that you That's can perfect, yes, that you right. can feel like if you can feel emotion looking at it then it's a good painting or it's a good piece of artwork so, so you know, definitely I think that you know artwork is definitely the eye of the beholder absolutely absolutely what one person finds beautiful is something that someone else thinks is is, is ridiculous yeah ridiculous or trash or right. Something you couldn't make money off of. So, so you're trying to make it as an artist here in small town American Ohio. Uh, what are the challenges you're facing? Um, there are definitely a lot of challenges. Being a female, for one, in this industry is a huge challenge. I get undermined and underestimated a lot, um, and that's just something. I, I, you know, I said I didn't want to cuss, but that's something that goes along with my badass persona <laughs> is being a female tattoo artist. Um, yes, we've got our official swear word. Our first official swear word on the on the travel bag. Mark it down. It took us to episode four. So, ass. I'm so glad I was the one to do it, and my apologies we to knew everybody. We should be the one that would do it. Uh, That's why I had to check the explicit box. Yeah, but um, another I think an, another issue is is that this art form in itself is constantly evolving. You know, and I feel like everybody wants to be the best, or they're striving to be a big name that gets you know, talked about and people come to specifically and I don't know, it's just, like I said, it's constantly evolving and so is the equipment, so to say. So I think more so, we're all just trying to keep up with how modern everything is mm -hmm. when it comes to this because tattooing is not what it was way back in the day, you know, and it's also becoming a lot more accepted nowadays right. and that's definitely a cool thing. Well, that's a good question. Are there still problems with people accepting tattoos oh absolutely like what well i mean that can go as far as saying like never judge a book by its cover you know some of the nicest people you can meet could be covered in tattoos and look like big biker men and some of the meanest cruelest people you could meet could be the people you're going to church with on sunday you know i feel like it's one of those scenarios where being judged is it's human nature we all do it i'm not gonna say we don't you know but being judged for the color of your skin specifically needs to stop. That's right. that's a very that would be wonderful. I don't know yeah, how to do it. It's yeah, been going on know. since like day oh, yeah. one. But, forever. Yeah. All right, so well, let's 
we, we almost wandered political there, folks. That's wonderful. All right, it's okay. But I got to ask you this. What is, the, what is your personal favorite tattoo you've done for either yourself, your boyfriend, anybody you've ever done? See, I can't. That's... You should save the one that you did for me, but I will. I will let. You, I will give you latitude. Uh, for this that. this one I'm working on right now is definitely probably one of my favorites yes, this year. Uh -huh. This year, I'll give you that. Um, but I don't personal favorite in general. I guess I don't really have one, or I'm still striving to find my personal favorite. And that goes along with being your own biggest critic as an artist. You know, I can tell you that something is my favorite and then hate it two hours later you know that's that's one of those things I guess one of my favorite on myself per se is I have an avocado <laughs> I have an avocado on my calf and it was a circumstance where I, I do eat avocados regularly I love avocados <laughs> I eat them with a spoon just as is and my boyfriend, you know, told me that I wouldn't tattoo one on myself. So you had to show him. And I had to show him, you know, the pride factor and came to the shop the next day and tattooed one on myself. And it's honestly my most asked about tattoo. It's the most common one when I'm wearing shorts that people see. And, you know, I get... I you have, have to a, explain why you that's have That's what I'm saying. Color. I have so many weird tattoos in general and... People will see me from a distance and point and yell avocado, and then everybody looks, and it's you know it's a huge ordeal to get um, you know a vegetable on you. I guess. You should so. be on the commercials for yeah. avocados from Mexico. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, I, we'll see if she wants to answer this one, folks. There has to be one that you, that you've done. And you thought, oh, well, I shouldn't have done that one. Uh, what's like your least favorite one you've had to do? Um. And don't, by the way, just like you said on the other one, you cannot say the one that you're working on right now because it's kind of permanent. I'm going to say that my least, and it's not one specific, my least favorite style of tattoo is when, and I'm not trying to be sexist by any means, and this goes along with judging as well, right. but when these females come in here and they bring me Pinterest pictures of actual tattoos that somebody else already has, and they want that specific tattoo, and they don't work with me on trying to make it original, trying to create it, or trying to turn it into something, you know, that's your own, that nobody else in the world has. And I do a lot of tattoos like that, where I, I at least try to tweak something. I always tell Emily, I give her a picture of stuff and I see that it's cool, but I always tell her to put her own strangeness on it. Yeah, yeah. And Which I, is a pun. It's great. It is a pun. But I can definitely appreciate that, and I feel like a lot of people don't trust their artists in that aspect, and they want something specific. And if your artist tells you that it's it's not a good idea, listen to them. You know what I mean? Like, don't go against what they're saying. Don't argue with them. Or, you know, I had I had a female not too long ago do this exact thing and said she wanted this specific tattoo that was already a picture of somebody else's tattoo. And she wanted me just to trace it up as is. And, you know, that picture in itself, that tattoo specifically contoured to that person's body. Right. So just tracing it up as is would have looked distorted. It would have looked off. And, um... You know, she wanted to argue with me over it, and I said, I'm sorry, you know, I hope you find an artist who will do exactly what you want. You said earlier, folks, she's not a copying machine. I am definitely not a copying machine. Right. Okay, uh, let's see. All right, now let's see a little, I know there's some people out there that I've talked to about getting tattoos. And since I've started this adventure, you know, I've talked about doing things that are outside my comfort zone. And I didn't think I was going to like getting tattooed. I'm now on... Number, what, three? And number uh, three is a multiple-day tattoo. I was so. going to say, yeah, we're on probably, what, six, six or seven yeah. sessions here? And that's since, like, uh, that's since June, by the way. Everybody. Yeah, that's just been a couple months. Yeah, so they're very addictive, by the way. i talked about that before. Um, all right, so let's now get a little more specific. There are a lot of people out there who, like me, 
like the idea of having a tattoo, but they are afraid. I remember when I when I came in here the first time. What, what did I do? Do you remember? Yeah, you you crossed yourself. I crossed you, myself. You did the Father was, and the Son and the Holy was, Spirit through jokingly. the door. That was jokingly, but yeah, I was. Very I mean, nervous. but it's also understanding based upon this tattoo shop in itself. We do have a lot of creepy horror <laughs> things right through the door. You know, it can be slightly intimidating, and I understand that. And you know it's going to hurt. It hurts a little bit, but I will say it's not anything like you think it was going to be. That's definitely something I tell a lot of people is that, you know, especially going into it. Well, for starters, I get a lot of um, tattoo virgins, you know, right. people who don't have any tattoos, and I have a very light hand myself, so I feel as if I'm more calming and I'm very easy easy going and talkative and i think that helps but i also don't recommend the 18 year old kids coming and getting their first tattoo i think that's something that you need to ponder on and probably wait until your mid-20s before you're dead set on what you're going to get because i can tell you right now the tattoos that i got when i was 18 i don't like anymore you know and that's something that i have to carry with me and i could cover up which is probably gonna hurt but you know, it's just, it's one of those things. And also, they don't hurt nearly as bad as people think. No. I would say it's more annoying than it is painful. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it hurts. I'm not going to say it no. doesn't hurt, you know. I think everything hurts, but it's more... I will say the much worse part, and I always complain to Emily about this, is not the tattoo part. It's pulling the tape off <laughs> that night. Uh, because I'm a little bit of a hairy guy anyway. Well, and, and so... I'm a little bit of a tape Nazi, yes. and I tape people up really... Yeah. Really but sincerely. I'm like, you can tattoo for me for four hours. That doesn't bother me, but it's ripping that tape off. That's yeah. The worst. It's definitely rough. Yeah. So what are the other don'ts you want to tell them about if you're going to decide to get a tattoo? Um, what are the other don'ts? Don't. Um, don't do any drugs or alcohol prior to coming in. If you think that that is going to benefit you or make the tattoo hurt less or whatever reason for it is wrong. It's probably going to make things 10 times worse. Actually, a lot of people have a higher chance of fainting due to doing some type of mind-altering substance, yeah. hoping that it's going to help the pain. So I would say don't do that. Don't argue with your tattoo artist. You know, like I said before, if if they suggest you going about something a certain way, like there's a reason that I'm a professional here, you know? There's a reason that I'm telling you this, and it's not just because I want to make myself look good. So, agree with, or not agree, but just don't don't argue with them. And if you're not comfortable with the tattoo artist that you've chosen, do not get tattooed by them. Right. I have a lot of, um, a lot of cover-ups that I'm working on right now that are garage tattoos and or from people who stated they I were... I will never get a garage tattoo, just so you understand. <laughs> yes. I have a lot of cover-ups that I'm working on from people who stated that they were professional artists and they weren't and other people sat through those entire tattoos that look like trash now and I mean is it is it a blessing in disguise in some aspects absolutely because it brings me more clients but I would much rather not have to fix somebody's work and be able to do my own thing as opposed to that and just just google tattoo fails sometimes and you'll see exactly those kind of things or just pull up pinterest tattoos and tell right. me that that's exactly what you want <laughs> now i know emily is, a, is a, quite the perfectionist yes so yes i'm a virgo so how terrified are you of like misspelling something on a tattoo you know what i'm gonna knock on wood just because you said that because in my whole career i have not done that and you know and this is terrible to say and i feel really bad about this but i tattooed in in lima and um 
some of the names that people came in and wanted sure. tattooed in Lima were so far-fetched from how you would assume the spelling was supposed to be. So you write it down like three places. Oh, I would write it down like three places and then have them double-check multiple times before we even started the tattoo. So we, we put a date on, on Kelly on the... On Kelly's tattoo, and that was the first thing I noticed. That Emily had it written down in like three places. Yeah, I just checked me like four times. You know, this is this is for life, and it's definitely something that I don't think people should take too lightly. You will um, take this with you to the grave. You know, this is one of the things in life that literally nobody can take from you. You right. know, and I think that's what makes it so special. I, I told Emily that I said, you know. Of all the things I've, I own, I've paid money for, this is the one thing that's going to slide into the oven with me when I get cremated after I die. Absolutely. So it's with you forever. Absolutely. And so yeah, you might as well, first of all, be happy with it. Well, and, and secondly, have it be something cool. And I was going to say, yeah, and definitely know what you're getting into before you get into it. You know, do your research. Do your research on your artist. Do your research on the inks that that artist might be using. You know, people can have allergic reactions to anything which could cause scarring and or a bad tattoo. So I'm just saying, look into it. Don't just spur the moment, strike while the iron's hot, go get a tattoo at some random shop that you know nothing about. Right. So, what else you wanna tell us? Anything else interesting? <laughs> this, is, this is the part she was terrified about. I was terrified because I feel like I've never been put on the spot where somebody says, hey, tell the world something. We're just having a conversation. And we were joking about it earlier and I said the one thing that I would tell people is like, always brush your teeth. Like always. Always brush your teeth. Always brush your teeth. Always be clean Words before a tattoo. Words of wisdom for Emily. Yeah. Emily's strange herself. Absolutely. Um, and one thing that I would love to say is follow your dream. You know, I grew up in not the best household and I was it was instilled in me that I was gonna have to get a nine to five and do that to support a family that I was going to have someday and you know I I rebelled and decided to do this and it was probably the best thing I've ever done so and this is also an ongoing I don't want to say argument an ongoing disagreement between me and my spouse because at his age he is a forklift driver and loves what he does absolutely 100% but I can wake up every morning and tell him that if he wanted to be an astronaut today, go be an astronaut today. Right. Like nothing is holding you back other than you. Every day is sincerely what you make of it. So make it great, you know, life's too short. And look at that, at the very end she gets on, she hits on like the perfect thing for this whole podcast. Yeah. Because this is about, you know, doing things that make you uncomfortable, That, but they're, they're things that you want to do. Absolutely. And. And that's why I would want to do this featuring artist section. By the way, the part she's on right now hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it hurts because, a little. Because being, you know, it's, it's, it has to be immensely hard to be some kind of artist in the area we live in. And it's and, more than just being an artist. It's, you know, I'm being a skin artist. So like I said, this is something that I can't necessarily take back. It's not, I can't erase this once I put it on there. So don't second guess yourself. That's another thing I would love to tell people is that follow your gut instinct when it comes to most things and do not second guess yourself. Like, like I said, life is too short. Just go with it, hope for the best. And nine times out of 10, it's gonna work out just fine. Well, folks, that is that is the end of episode. See, me survived, Emily. I did. That is the end of episode four of the travel bag. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed this. We have another guest coming up next week. Where we're going to continue our artist focus. I hope the buzzing in the background wasn't too crazy. <laughs> Thanks everybody for listening, and we will see you next weekend.